Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Johnny Penn Show, John Cobell, Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome, everybody. We'll give you an update. Russia and Ukraine, in fact, making news today, and we'll get to it. There was a firebomb attack. A man threw a petrol bomb at the Kremlin. Yes, a little Good. gas bomb. Now we're talking. That's right. This is in Russia. Apparently somebody inside a moving vehicle hurled the Molotov cocktail yeah. against the wall of the Kremlin. We'll bring in the latest on the battle. A few thousand Russia more of those, and uh, we'll get somewhere. A few thousand might be needed. Yes, exactly. Uh, coming up this hour, boy, he can't be gone fast enough. And that is L.A. City Council member Mike Bonin. You'll hear the latest Bonin bone-headed piece of audio coming up later on this hour. But speaking of... Audio that's really making the rounds. We're going to play for you now. Probably the only piece of audio we'll play from the confirmation hearings for Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson to be in the United States Supreme Court. This, in case you've been living under a rock, is Joe Biden's pick to replace Stephen Breyer on the court. She's considered progressive, I guess woke. The question here is coming from a U.S. senator by the name of Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee. The context of it is the raging debate, which is happening in some quarters, while I think most of America is kind of like, huh, about this NCAA swimming star who was born a male, but swims as a woman. And wins and everything. And wins a lot of races, yes. It, it means a lot to the uh, girls who want to compete in college swimming. This is true. However, I think if even if you totally unleash this I don't know if it would upend all of girls' sports. I don't think it would, because as you said yesterday, what did the poll say? 0.06% of people yeah, are transgender, something like you, that? But you only need one in an event, and everybody loses. Yes, yeah, so there's definitely real questions about... Oh, there what, definitely what should do. be a, a rule uh, against this. Right. Even, Otherwise, uh, like this... Tennis star Martina Navratilova, who is lesbian, said that has to have an asterisk next to it. Has to. 
next to that, uh, did that you, win. Did you see the photo of the winner? What was the what was the name? Leah. Yeah, it's Leah. Leah Thomas. Of her standing next to the uh, runners up, kind of towers over them. Yeah, you look at that and you go, "Well, that's not right. That's not fair to those girls." Right. I don't. I don't. I don't think that should be a controversial statement. It's obvious. I know, but well, all right. So that's the context of this. What's making the rounds is a piece of audio that people are hearing was the strange kind of question followed by the even stranger answer that Jackson gives. Here we go. Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? Mm, not in okay. this context. So I'm not a biologist. The meaning of the word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition? Senator, in my work as a judge, what I do is I address disputes. If there's a dispute about a definition, people make arguments, and I look at the right. law, and I decide. Well, so I'm not... The fact that you can't give me a straight answer about something as fundamental as what a woman is underscores the dangers of the kind of progressive education that we are hearing about. Just last week, an entire generation of young girls watched as our taxpayer-funded institutions permitted a biological man to compete and beat a biological woman in the NCAA swimming championships. What message do you think this sends to girls who aspire to compete and win in sports at the highest levels? Senator, I'm not sure what message that sends. If, if you're asking me about the legal issues related to it, um, those are topics that are being hotly discussed, as you say, and I, could come to the court. So I'm And not able to I think it tells our girls that their voices don't matter. I think it tells them that they're second-class citizens and parents want to have a Supreme Court justice who is committed to preserving parental autonomy and protecting our nation's children. Here's a woman. She's 51 years old. Katanji. Uh, I'm sorry. It's Katanji. Katanji Brown Jackson. She's 51 years old. She graduated from Harvard and then attended Harvard Law School and got a degree from the law school. And she can't provide the definition of a woman. She was afraid to. They're told in these hearings to not try to sit there and go through some hypothetical legal case. A hypothetical definition of a woman? Well, no. There's no but such I mean, thing. But she, I think she realized that once she goes down this road, it's going to tangle its way into that. Well, she got tangled anyway. Why didn't she just give the honest answer? We know, we know what a woman is. There's a biological definition of a woman. It's, it's, and it's, it's in all the medical books. What, genitals? We'll start with that. Uh, a biological woman has a has a vagina. Biological woman has uh, a, a, a uterus. Has ovaries. But there are people breasts. now who have decided well, to identify as a woman. That's different than actually having female biological parts. So you could give an answer, 
that had everything you just said. But you know, when you when you're asked yeah. broadly to provide a definition for the word woman, you could no. probably include people that now identify as a woman. Well, but, but, no. <laughs> well, yeah, because that's no, it's a broad I, question. I, if she wanted to know. Is, if she, if she wanted to know of the biological definition of a woman, then that would have been the answer. That well, you then she should have said, here's the biological definition of a woman. Because that is the definition of a woman. You could look it up in all the dictionaries, all the encyclopedias, all the reference books, medical reference books. Here's what a woman has. Here's what a man has. Now, if later on you want to make a change and adjust things, fine. But that doesn't mean that women aren't women. This is what I don't understand. You can have other categories after you go through whatever changes you go through, but the the existing well, think, population of women have all those attributes. Well, I don't think anybody's saying that a woman isn't a woman. I don't then why, why didn't she answer it? Well, I don't she, know. I can't speak. She's her. a Supreme Court justice. No, because this is this is the the the, the woke crowd has well, has her choking. She, she's I think a, what's she's better. A, is the paradox that the woke crowd is in with this particular issue in that they certainly want to defend people who decide that they want to uh, identify as a different gender, but this could be damaging women who are always perceived right. as the underdogs in certain venues like sports. College athletes. what's happening here. Right? Female college athletes have no rights anymore. So which side do you pick? The poor girls well, who are getting beat out by the swimmer or do you defend the swimmer's right no. now that the swimmer identifies well, as a woman to swim against women? Well, because identifying a woman is different than biologically being born a woman. Yes, it is. So yes. it is different and somebody just has to say that out loud. It is different. You can come up with all the rationalizations you want, but it's not the same, and the swimming contests are proving that. In yes. fact, I remember, I mean, decades ago, there was a big push because girls, women's sports in, in college and in high school, they got no money. There were no, there were no high school girls' athletic teams to any great extent. You know, I'm talking about 50 years ago and more. And then they passed Title IX at the federal level, which required that women's and girls' athletics be funded at a certain rate, that you couldn't show any discrimination between male and female athletic departments. And so these teams were fully funded now. So now you fully fund, by law, fully fund athletic teams in high school and college, and then those girls can't win because you're allowing somebody who used to be a guy who now declares himself to be a woman, he gets to compete and he wins. Well, what did they fight for? They fought for the right for women to have the same chance to excel and be a champion like men always have. Yeah, they're going to have to untangle this. My point is only there's not going to be a lot of this. It's going to be well, a pretty minimal thing. There's There's been a lot of college issues. And, yeah, but... and that's, that's, what, uh, that's what's causing. So now uh, there's probably going to be, you think... A man who identifies as a woman getting on the girls' basketball team in one of these women's NCAA and dominating? It's possible, I guess. Well, it's going to happen. It's just uh, you, you got to wait for that day. Right, because swimming is not followed as closely as other sports. So no, but, if that happens, that's going to be a bigger tangle. Well, it, it's, it may not be important to the general public, but, but you know, I, I had a bunch of kids who were involved in minor sports. The kids who were involved in the minor sports, it means as much to them as if you're playing uh, Division I NCAA football or basketball. It means a lot to them. And they have now legal protection that their minor sport has to be fully funded, boys and girls. 
and now the girls are getting their chance to be champions taken away. The boys aren't. The boys don't have this threat. The girls have this threat. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobell, Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, continuing to talk about colleges, but a whole different subject. California, of course, has a vast system of uh, community colleges, and the state funds community colleges based on enrollment, which leads to the following question. Is that a student or is that a bot? Because apparently it was revealed that thousands and thousands of, quote, community college enrollments were indeed not actual students, but were bots. Fake student bots. So they turned around and asked all the community colleges to submit detailed data on enrollment so they could take a closer look. 116 California community colleges were asked to report on enrollment and enrollment fraud, and 40% have not submitted any information. Hmm. The Board of Governors now grasped its pearls and said, what? Why are they not? We may have to make this mandatory. They're not responding. Okay. Aren't they interested in solving this problem as well? Oh, no, not if you pay them for enrollments. Why would they want to admit that they have thousands of bots when they're getting money for probably these fake enrollments? And 65,000 had applied for financial aid. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Which means that's why so many bots are applying for college. Whoever is manipulating the bots wanted to get at the money. money. Yeah. Oh. So is this almost another fraud scam, like the way they uh, tapped the unemployment fund? Seems like it. Somebody came up with the idea, maybe we can tap community colleges and uh, do a fake enrollment and get some financial aid. That could be. Somebody's making money. It's either the manipulator or the bots, or it's the people who run the community college because they get more funding for having more students. Now that you can... um, a lot of community college students have been taking classes online for the last couple of years. So you can have a much, much larger pool of students. Well, the state funds community colleges based on enrollment, but during the pandemic and through the 2024-25 school year, what year are we in? 2022? Yeah. Campuses will not be financially penalized for any drops. There you go. That's but it. after that, it could affect funding. So you see, boy, they're well, really giving everybody a pass, aren't they? Well, for now, so now. Three years? So now everyone's going to commit fraud. And, of course, the colleges aren't going to report it. I mean, what, what kind of fake outrage is this? The, 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 well, the board, the board president, Amy Costa, was dumbfounded by the lack of no, response. She, no, she wasn't. She knows exactly what's going on. She's got to be faking it. I mean, you could figure out in 15 seconds. I read this once. It's like, oh, I get it. That's more money for the colleges. Of course, you're not going to report your your, uh, your, well, your bot total. The mistake they made was thinking, oh, of course, all the community colleges that want to be a part of uncovering this fraud and ending it. No. I don't think so. I think some of them are like, no, no, no. Now, let's not tamper with the data. If it says it's enrolled, it's enrolled. Well, cause they, I, you they think may, it's a bot? Too they, bad. They get more money. They probably figure, hey, this is not my problem. I didn't set up the system. You set up the system, so... that's exactly the answer. Uh, Kim Rich is a professor at Pierce College. That's part of the Los Angeles Community College District. She told the Times last year she found thousands of bot students on her own, but remained in the dark over what was done to eradicate them from the system. 
This week, she said she's continued to identify hundreds of suspected bot students enrolled throughout the district. The fact that this has not been remedied over the last several months is absolute incompetency. Is it incompetency? No, it's not incompetency. We want to hang on to our fake students because that's money. What is, but, but by the way, that phrase, she, she found she thousands of bots. She filed a grievance because the Pierce administration is not authenticating students. They don't want to. They don't want to. And they're not going to until maybe a court forces them to. Right. So this now is... the board is proposing requiring the community college districts well, to respond to information within 10 days. Now, how much of this, this funding, because there's a lot of streams that are bringing massive amounts of dollars into uh, California, like Joe Biden's COVID stream, right? They passed trillions of dollars of various aid packages. That's why we have such a huge surplus at all levels of government. This is all the fake money that Biden sent. Well, how much of that money ended up in the community college system? You know, under the idea that, you know, we have to COVID-proof our community colleges. We have to have, you know, more sophisticated error filtration systems. And we have to buy more uh, PPE and more, you know, more uh, testing. And how much of it gets skimmed off? Does the... Does the I mean the bot enrolls right? But does the bot actually pretend to take classes and it's submit? A, it's you know, a fake. Papers it's and... a fake person. It's a fake person with 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 a name, a photo, a bio, the right, whole because bit. it's online classes. You never see them anyway. So how right. do you know? Yeah, I mean, but when you when you're conducting online classes, though, can't you tell how many people are like tuned in or? They allow you to take online classes uh, uh, whenever you want. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't have to. you don't have to sit there live, right? You no. Can, and you then can just whoever. tap into the class at midnight if you wanted to and see what's going on and then, you know, do the work or whatever. But, I mean, again, the college doesn't care because the college is getting paid for having the bot. Right. Now, what I don't I only know, did this story because I love the word bot. What I don't know is the person who programmed the bot, are they getting that financial aid That's sent a very to them? Good question. Or is it automatically applied to their bill? Yeah. Sixty-five thousand had applied for financial aid at a time when the college system because, received significant COVID nineteen relief for students. There, there you go. That was oh. that was the big revenue stream. That's the COVID nineteen. Someone relief. realized that and said, "Got to get there." Okay. Right. So the motivation to 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 uh, program a bot to means, apply as a college student, right? right why and, would you do that unless you were going to be able to make money from it? Unless you were going to get the financial aid sent directly to you. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it. Uh, they have added a multi-factor verification of student email and or phone number to help fend off fraud. That was their response yeah. to this. Now, now they do. Now. <laughs> All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. So I was just watching uh, CNN. They had a live interview with the uh, Putin spokeshole, Dmitry Peskov. He would be their version of Jen Psaki. He is not ruling out the use of nuclear weapons. Oh, that was yesterday he did that, yeah. Oh, well, they, they were running it today. As yeah, they were running Because yesterday he said yeah. if uh, uh, if we're attacked, uh, what's that term you use? Existential. I see. The term, the term so they use the it was kind of a coincidence because I was busy buying more supplies for my bunker. I bought, uh, well, I bought a, I just bought a Geiger counter to measure the radiation. And um, I bought, uh, you know what Sterno is? Why don't you just go to the beach with one of those uh, headsets on and sit there and look for metal? That's where you're headed. Look, if, if it hits, I am fully prepared. <laughs>
You belong in one of those commercials. Don't turn into your parents. So I got, uh, yeah, my parents did this. Uh, well, I just mean the mindset. Look, if the bomb hits. The bomb's not going to hit. How do you know It's that? a ridiculous. You, you complain well, all the time what? about how people are over-anxious, hyped up, paying too much attention to the news, too what? nervous, too pearl-grasping, and here you are building a bomb shelter. How do you know he's not going to fire an, well, a I don't know missile. anything, but okay, I, well, there you, you have to make an assessment. And I think a rational assessment says it's a not going to happen. Rational assessment is you invest a relatively small amount of money. Well, so you if spent it does a lot happen, of time on this, though. Well, yeah, because I want to get the right stuff. I'm not going to just wildly spend money and then have the, have it not work or not be useful. All right, fine. I think he'll and, have a better chance of using it as a safe room, Ken, than he will as a bombshell. Well, what he doesn't realize is that this is mockable material for years to come. When this <laughs> oh, doesn't happen, look, I'll have this. Uh, look. You guys aren't coming How's in? your bunker doing? I'll no, ask a year from don't, now. Don't, of course. It, we of, weren't invited anyway, so it doesn't matter. Look, I, all his food is rotted and he has to replenish. It's, it's, it's like mocking somebody for an insurance policy. That's all it yeah, is. Yeah, I don't believe in that either. I think a lot of that is trash. <laughs> but really, it is. I'm, I'm, I'm going to bet it's your a, house it's is insured. It's an easy way for many <laughs> I rich get, corporations to make a lot of money off of dopey people. So you have nothing insured? Uh, well, I have what I have to have insured, so like car insurance and such, yeah. The house is insured, right? No, the house is not insured. It's I not insured? homeowners, no. Well, I have earthquake because that's required too. Oh, but, but you that's don't, all there is. You're uh, not protecting the actual uh, house itself? No, how do you do that? Well, you know, in case there's... There's, there's, there's... there's property insurance if you get robbed and stuff or there's a fire, yeah. but Right, well, that's what I'm talking about, yeah. yeah. If there was some kind of destruction. Well, then you do have insurance for fire, earthquake. Yeah, kind of I stuff. think it's a waste, but then it really has been a waste. <laughs> a lot of money spent. <laughs> Not a big fan of well, insurance. Well, I, I have... A... I remember I started my career working for an insurance company. Well, you, then you know. I know from the inside, it was a life insurance company, which I think is really the worst, but uh, proportionally speaking, I think it's a waste of money most of the time, yes. Well, I can, I can afford this small amount. And you're going to sleep better at night, right? I just, I don't want the feeling of... Boy, was I stupid. The guy's on TV saying, I'm going to set off nukes. And I thought, no, no, I know better. He's not going to do that. Well, I don't know. He, he's not going to nuke the U.S. That's suicide. I don't... Here's a man that's wealthy. He's got a great lot in life. He's powerful. Why would he nuke the U.S. and just he's end insane. everything? Eh, I think he's more just power hungry and eh. driven. You know what? I I always add a big insanity factor, and to these and things. he counts on people like you because people like you fear him and fear what he might do. Well, and that's powerful control. Well, he doesn't know that I'm buying a Geiger counter. Well, I think he does. He's tracking. Maybe he owns the the Geiger counter. Uh, today we got more proof why Los Angeles City Council member Mike Bonin is the worst politician in the history of the John and Ken show. That says a lot. Yeah, the history does. of our show. Yeah, he's the worst. Nobody worse. Not just because he's woke. He's really stupid. He is really a stupid, <laughs> stupid man. Is that the is that the worst combination possible to be woke and stupid? And today he was the outlier completely because all they wanted to do was no longer require proof of vaccination to get into LA businesses. Believe it or not, L.A. still has that requirement to, and I realize it's not enforced much, I've heard from people, but supposedly if you get into, try to get into a restaurant, you still have to show vaccine proof. They wanted to eliminate it, like now, but because they couldn't get everyone to agree, and Mike Bonin was the only one to disagree, 
it's postponed a week. Like they can idiots. come back in a week, and it, even if Bonin votes no, it'll take effect. Right. <laughs> First but moment, he held this up today. That is a stupid rule that you ought to get rid of. Just take a vote and let's go. If the vote's uh, you know 13 to 1 or whatever it is, then just go. Right. But he's an idiot. And he, you know what? He's such an ass. And he knows that in a week it it's going to pass anyway, and they're going to remove the requirement. So right. he knows that. So what, what, what's, he, what's he standing up for? Like, I what? sometimes think he does these things just because he wants to be the obstinate ass. He does. Same with homelessness. What kind of little he kid? He takes these positions because he thinks it's cool to be the extreme outlier. He's out of God. his mind. And hopefully he sticks to his word and does not run for re-election. <laughs> Although he said he wasn't going to run. No, well, he can't anymore. He didn't file? No. They didn't write it. <laughs> I I think it's more likely we have nuclear war than people are going to write in Bonin's name. <laughs> All right, so here he is in his position. I will be brief. Uh, I know it is uh, certainly the... The, the trend, the state, the county, other jurisdictions are all uh, repealing a lot of the vaccine requirements. Uh, on this one, I, I'm going to be a no vote. I'm, I'm okay, frankly, with maybe removing the vaccination requirement for outdoor large events. I'm still not comfortable with doing it for the, the indoor or the no, covered events. Uh, I know it feels like we're out of the woods. It feels like we're all going back to normal. Uh, but there's new variants and new strains all the time. This BA2 is is, is, oh, is spreading. And we really don't me? know what the variant a month from now or two months from now are. Oh, and so, my God. Uh, for, for me personally, I'd like to see us keep the, the vaccination requirement for, for covered. So um, uh, I, I hope I'm wrong and this proves to be uh, a, a, a foolish vote. But uh, it is I'm a foolish still concerned. Vote. And so doesn't I have to prove it. His, his entire life is foolish. You know, every vote is foolish completely symbolic of Mike Bonin. Did you notice last night from the camera perspective into the audience at the debate between the mayor's candidates? Did you look? Yeah. One was... woman with a pink mask right there in the middle. She was the only one. The only one. She looked like a college girl. I kept looking at her and just like shaking my head. Little pink mask. <laughs> it, was, yeah, it was bright pink. She was right behind between Alex so, and the what, other woman. What's, what's her? Erica uh, D. Smith. She was like, sort of sitting between them behind them. So what is her emotional disturbance there? I don't know. I mean, I'm not big on peer pressure because I think it's kind of silly, but she should have looked around and said, I do look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. And 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 she lo she looked young. She looked like a college girl. Oh, yeah. Which, mean, USC which, means, in the which means the odds of her being um, seriously impacted by COVID was zero. Yeah, very small. I mean, just. I know. I, I mean, practical terms, nothing. That's Bonin sitting so, there. Yeah. So she's wearing she's wearing like this uh, like religious face covering to ward off the evil COVID spirits from in, going up her nostrils. And when you listen to his babbling there, holy mackerel, particularly the last part, we don't know what variants are coming down the road. We don't know what to expect. Holy mackerel. Will you ever get back to life if that's no. the way you feel about no. things? No, I'm telling you. I'm going to keep saying I told you so. There's going to be a crowd that's never going to give this up. Never going to give this up. The question last night in the debate: Would you? Uh, would you? Uh... Yeah, I fast forwarded through that because oh. I didn't want to even deal with that anymore. Okay, well, most of them. That were... was about about COVID restrictions. If we have another surge, is that what it was or something? Yeah, yeah. Would you be willing to go back to restrictions? And almost everybody said, "Well, you know, we have to go by what the health experts said." No, oh, God, no. And the only one who gave a, a decent answer was Caruso. Said, "Yeah, yeah, we got to listen to the experts." But 
He goes, we can't do what we did last time. 90% of the businesses are small businesses in California. And we, we, we put them at, these people out of work. They can't put food on the table. They have employees who, who, who can't work and put food on the table. So next time around, we've got to take care of businesses and employees so they can keep their income coming in. And we can't go back to what they did the first time around. And the other ones didn't say that. Of course not. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show. John Cobell, Ken Shampo. KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. The Moist Line is back in action day after tomorrow. You can always leave a message via the iHeartRadio app. Just find your way to the little microphone icon, and you can leave a message there. You can leave a voicemail. one 86 We'll give you all the Russia-Ukraine news as a few Interesting stories today. We had mentioned earlier, well, we have more detail that the Kremlin got firebombed as somebody actually hurled a Molotov cocktail at the Kremlin today. Hmm. There's a major Kremlin advisor who not only resigned, he left the country. And Ukraine is uh, scraping back some of the territory that they lost to Russia with the war now being about a month old. All of this coming up in the four o'clock hour uh, in case you really want to get away, John Cobelt, and hide from nuclear attack, Jeffrey Epstein's two private islands are uh, up for sale. Are you interested in Pedophile Island? I, ew. Can you I imagine? I think Bill Clinton made a bid. <laughs> $125 million. Oh. They're located in the U.S. Virgin Islands. They're known as Great St. James and Little you know, St. James. Some, some pervert billionaire will buy it. Just because, do you think there's a... <clears throat> well, it's great like to have buildings your... there or like a testament to Epstein's... Oh, no? I, I don't know. I don't know how you clean like that. Like a dungeon? I don't how, know. How, how, do you, how do you get that out of the... Uh, just out of the walls and the carpeting and the... Do you think how the surveillance system is still set up for... I don't know. I don't know. Did you see that uh, in, in New York there was uh, some sex cult at this private women's college, Sarah Lawrence... I'm vaguely aware of it, yeah. Yeah, well, they, they, the, the Department of Justice accidentally briefly published online the names of 131 customers of the uh, girls who were forced into prostitution, college girls. Anybody we know? Well, no, no, I'm trying to find. They said it was on Twitter for a while and that somebody had screenshots. And I, apparently it was, it was well-known people in certain uh, high-end industries in New York. Oh, okay, but yeah. nobody well known nationally or a celebrity. Not, or... not that I, not that I saw. No, oh, it says here there was an ex New York State Supreme Court judge, a Gap Inc. executive, and her husband, and an Amazon account executive among those yeah. whose name appeared. Yeah, there'll probably be a rash of suicides out of this. <laughs> and in other news, sort of related to the whole sort of Jeffrey Epstein thing, not particularly. Stormy Daniels has to pay Donald Trump three hundred thousand dollars. How's she gonna? She's gonna have to make some quite the films uh, there. Yeah, she's gonna have to go to work. And I like the way. That's... <laughs> no, this story got it wrong. Do not call her adult film star. Was she of a star statue as a porn person? Or I, I, I never know. heard of her. I know they refer to everybody that makes porn movies a star. I don't get yeah. that. Porn star. What do you well, anyway, she lost her appeal. She got a defamation suit against Trump. And she lost her appeal. That means she owes him $300,000 in legal fees. She tweeted out immediately, I will go to jail before I pay a penny. 
Isn't it? Trump a- went nuts. A total and complete victory and vindication for me. Isn't it amazing how how nobody catches him? He's 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 like Roadrunner, and everybody else uh, is Coyote with the Acme products, and uh, the end. Yeah, keeps remember the, the on New York heads. City attorney had to drop the uh, yeah case there. A couple of his prosecutors quit. Right? I mean, I've read, must have read ten thousand articles how the walls are closing in on Trump. Oh, he's wow. headed for prison, and he never actually uh, even gets a trial, and 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 he never loses. Are they still looking at his taxes? <laughs> Is that still part of the? Uh, you know, that seems to be like. Remember, you always say during the debates, I, I can't release my tax returns because they're under audit. And I just can't do that. Yeah. They're always under audit. But he, the thing is, he he. Some years he didn't pay much, but it was all legal because he rolled over business losses. Right. And that's that's how you do it. And he certainly had plenty of those. Now this defamation suit, the classic, was filed by Michael Avenatti. This is back in 2018. That's when this whole thing yeah. started. Because she she was stupid enough to hire him as uh, the attorney. Well, so she claimed that because he denied the sex with her, that that was defamation? or Right, because it painted her as a liar, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, well, Trump again said, I have never had an affair with Stormy Daniels, nor would I ever have wanted to. <laughs> he always has to dig in a little That's harder, right. right? It's like, <laughs> look at <laughs> it. Why would I want that? Did you touch that? Uh, what am I going to catch? She claimed she was menaced, warned to keep quiet. A man approached her while she was out with her infant daughter in Las Vegas and told her to leave Trump alone. These were all her claims. Yeah. I don't know. They, they, she, she doesn't get that there's not much sympathy for the uh, troubles of a, a porn star. No. Or a porn actress, whatever she is. And, of course, Avenatti was already found guilty this year of wire fraud, identity theft, for stealing money from clients, including including Stormy Daniels. So... What one big web of uh, people we have yeah, here. Tony Daniels, are, Trump, and Avenatti. Yeah, I know. They, they, gross people find each other. <laughs> Criminals find each other. All right. When we return, we'll give you the update on what's going on with Russia and Ukraine. Quite a few stories today, including this firebombing that we've been talking about. Coming up. John and Ken Show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.